You know, I was a, I was a journalism it major, is. which the schedule was very easy. Like, people say, I had to do this yeah. in college. I go, I didn't do any of that. Like, I didn't have, like, 20-page yeah. papers. I didn't have, like, term papers or research this. Journalism was such an easy degree for such an amazing yeah. communications, like, program at school. Like, Hofstra was number, at the time, was, yeah. like, number two behind NYU or Columbia. So, yeah. and plus, I did the radio station. The only thing I really had extracurricular other than TEP was the radio station. Like, I remember uh, Got that. we did, it was our pinning ceremony. And I was doing, so it was like a Sunday, and I was doing the sports broadcast or like the new show for the sports thing at the radio station, like in my, you know, um, yep. squire attire. I believe I made that term squire attire. I was wearing squire attire, <laughs> yeah. and like I told the people at the radio, I was like, guys, I have to go. I'll be back. But I have to go for like an hour yeah, to do this fraternity thing. And they were like, what? <laughs> it's like, it's like, do you know what we're doing here? Like, this is career advancement. Like, guys, I gotta go make friends. All right, I gotta go pay for friends. You understand? I gotta go. Yeah. So I had to, I had to tell Don Cummins, listen, I'll be there. I'll be there for pinning, which is a whole other story in and of itself. I'll, I, I, I'm, like, I'm sure you know this story, but we're running this off air. Yeah. Um, it is a cult, by the way. Um, so yeah. after the pinning, they're like, we're going to the diner. I go, I can't go. I go back to the radio station. They're like. It's funny because like Mick was there, whatever. He's like, "What do you mean the radio station? This, this is tap." And I'm just like, "Guys, yeah. guys, just let me do both. Just fucking let me do both." And yeah, it was, it yeah. was very, but it was very easy to do both because I just managed to figure it out and find a way. Yeah, I think a big thing right now is um, you. A big thing when I was there was we were pushing people to be in a separate club other than TEP. One, one for recruitment. It helps a hell of a lot with recruitment. And two, to broaden your spectrum and like do something that's in your own major, which I think is very important. There are obviously fraternities that are like law fraternities and I think APA, like you have the black fraternities, stuff like that. But I mean, being an fraternity and then being in something in your major, I think very important. Um, but juggling that is hard i mean tep at hofstra right now is juggling a whole lot of shit um so they're they're definitely struggling with balancing that and they have nine guys maybe i guess they're at 14 guys right now um they are and the hofstra tops the tops on fire has 14 people in it right now yeah they don't like alumni right now so they're not talking to us but um they uh yeah, yeah, they got rid of the PM box and everything. Yeah, I heard about that. That's a problem. Well, they lost it. So. Yeah, I'm sure they did. I'm sure. I'm sure they. So, I'm sure they just burned all of it. That's. that's well, there that's, were some that's things a, that, in there that should have been burnt, but that's a story for that's a story for another day. Yeah. The pledge master box, because oh, that was the best. Going to the PM box was so cool because all the history's there. I mean, yeah. I mean, there was nothing, as far as I know, I remember there's nothing crazy crazy it was not like a dead bodies or social security no. numbers or anything incriminating it was just it was just stories and like pledge master journals and there are a lot of bad words and if you don't know Hofstra right now is um Hofstra tep is very lgbtq plus i did hear that driven fine. um I mean, so were we so, we were undergrad you know we were the, we were the, we were the diverse we were the diverse right, gay no. fraternity TEP in general has always been that. Yeah. I mean, we were one of the first all-white fraternities to bring in black men. I mean, that, yeah, that yeah, was, that's that been a thing for a long time. Yeah. But we had TEP Juice, at Hofstra. We had Josh for a time. Um, after yeah, I left, and, we had a, one or two. Yeah, with Latinos. We've always had yeah, a bunch Stevens, of Latinos. Pedro. Uh, the current president is uh, Latino. But no, TEP right now is, I think they have one straight man, if that, at 
this point. <laughs> Good for that. So, but <laughs> as long as they're alive, as long as they're alive, that's all that matters. They are alive and they're doing a lot of good work, but they're struggling. As I was saying, like they're a very smart group of people and they're struggling to get those smart group of people to say, all right, I need to stop studying. I need to stop going to this other club event to join TEP for a philanthropy event. And it's like, all right, how am I weighing these options? And that's a tough, that's a tough thing saying, all right, instead of going to my club event that could lead to a job, whatever it may be, I'm going to go to a TEP philanthropy event instead Weighing that is difficult. When you have 15 guys to weigh that, you lose 10 of them, eight of them. I mean, you're the smallest one already. 